Welcome to Take Notice, Amplifying Black Stories. I'm your host, Allison Preisinger-Higgins. Take Notice, Amplifying Black Stories is a podcast exploring society, culture, and current events through conversation. We aspire to create an open, respectful, and equitable space where guests may feel free to share their truth and lived experiences. Our core values are rooted in community, connection, and personal development. Stories help us learn, relate, and grow. We are here to listen, to take notice. Thank you for being with us. I would like to acknowledge the land on which this episode was created. I would like to show gratitude to the traditional ancestral land of the Coast Salish people, including the Duwamish people past and present. Land acknowledgement statements are an important part of honoring those whose land we now live and work on. We begin each episode this way to help spark ideas and keep these conversations in the front of our minds so that we may continue to be open to doing better. I encourage listeners to research the land on which you live and are listening right now. Recognizing this is just the beginning. Some additional next steps to consider are to seek out the stories of Native people from our shared history and today. Spend time asking yourself difficult questions and challenging norms that may be linked to colonialism. Engage in your community around topics like land tax, curriculum, hiring practices, decision-making, organizing, and reparations. Seek out media created by Native people. The more you explore, challenge, and learn, the more questions may arise, but this is how we grow and connect. Thanks for joining us for the last episode of Take Notice Amplifying Black Stories Season 2. If you've listened to all the episodes or if you're just joining us now, we appreciate your time and your support and the support that you show our guests. I would like to thank every single guest from this season. It's been an amazing season with wonderful stories and beautiful humans, and I appreciate all of you for taking the time to share your stories and your time with Take Notice. And we started out the season with Val Thomas Matson. We had great conversations with Marion Harrison, Colina Bruce, Sarnisha Evans, Mo Bell, who is our content creator. We had multiple conversations, one uh, as a regular interview, and then a couple special episodes with Mo. Thank you, Mo. A couple special episodes with Darius, including this episode, J.R. Rhodes, David Skato, Stormy Banks, Marie Lamel, Michael Fosberg, Harold Young, Iabo Mesa Saracali, Shalia Nicole, Alfred Jackson, Nikenji, Ashley Wynn Grimes, Logan Brown, Hadriana Leo, Mark Casey, and Gary O'Valley. Thank you all so much for joining us and being a part of Take Notice. I hope you all have the chance to check out what they have to offer you in their own realms, whether it be music or personal finance, all kinds of things that we learned about. And a very special thank you to our very first sponsor, David Skato of David Skato Productions. Thank you for your support. A couple of things to note, listeners, if you would like to help us out by filling out a survey on our website, just go to takenoticepodcast.org. We would love your feedback as we continue on to season three this fall. You can find it on our website. You can also just go straight to it by going to tinyurl.com slash TN season two, the number two survey. That's TN season two survey. We look forward to hearing your input and uh, implementing that in the future. If you'd like to be a guest for season three, you can find that on our website as well. TakeNoticePodcast.org. Now we're going to wrap up season two in a similar way that we wrapped up the first season, which is to have a discussion with my husband and the podcast co-creator, 
Darius Higgins. Thank you for joining me and for encouraging me to move forward with this podcast as it grows and develops in ways that I didn't ever really expect. And this season felt a little bit different. It felt a little bit, well, I mean, I think it helps that I have had some practice now with putting things together and I'm not fumbling so much with the the technical part or the the logistics of it all other than today getting set up for this conversation <laughs> Darius since you've been heard on this podcast your world has kind of changed a little bit you were dog training and now you have a whole new job right. happening so let's just share that just so folks know let's what are you up yeah, to absolutely right now i've moved from dog training to working with children and adults and families in behavioral therapy. I had done similar stuff to that before uh, I was dog training for some years there, but um, now I'm where I'm working. I'm I'm, uh, really able to explore that area more. And that is definitely a job where I wouldn't, I wouldn't even really call it a job. I like I like to help. I like helping people. I like being able to help people communicate with each other in a meaningful way. And so, so that's what I'm doing now. And it's been great. It's it a very good great. fit. This podcast, Take Notice, has kind of morphed a little bit since I, since we and I started it. What is the continuation as we move towards the third season in the fall? What, what has the continuation of this podcast meant to you? Well, first off, I would say the same thing that I was saying before that, and this is, may sound very generic, but it's really good. I really enjoy the differences between the first season and now the second season and being able to watch it grow into what it is today and it giving people an opportunity to express their stories and not just some is for themselves, but also for others to listen to and be able to maybe recognize a part of themselves in those stories or to be able to say, oh, after listening to this particular story on the Take Notice podcast, it's actually made me think about where I want to go and what I can do because the second season uh, was a lot more stories more personal stories start to finish in a sense, you know, uh, sometimes it wasn't easy for people and sometimes it just happened. It was just what they went through and now here they are. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of different dynamics in that. And that's kind of how life goes. You know, we, we tend to have a plan and then when that plan falls through, we're like, Oh, what do we do? And then there's a lot of stories on here like I was saying, where people, it just kind of happened for them because they were going through it. And so, you know, that's life too. That's life too, is being able to go through, but being able to listen to their stories um, and how well-rounded the season became, that was that was very awesome. And I, I look forward to the third season. Since the second season kind of did have a different feel than the first, what are your thoughts on the second season compared to the first you already kind of answered that a little I bit. I did. I did. I kind of jumped the gun, I guess. Um, That's okay. But I I think that the first season, there were more talks about race and things that had happened to them and how that affected them. In the second season, it was more over – that conversation was there a good amount of times, 
But moreover, it was about people's stories of where they were and where they are now, which is still very much relevant. Our life isn't always about race. It's not always about what we had to go through racially to get to where we're at now. The race aspect is just like many things is always going to be a part of our lives and it's going to pop its head up many, many times. But being able to just live life and create something, that is the basis. That is the basis of, of life. You know, that's what we do. We're always changing. We're always evolving. And I think that season two, you get really good glimpses of the evolution of people's stories mm. and what they went through. Sometimes it just happened. Sometimes it was planned, but the work they had to do, the things that they went through to get to that point, which was, you know, highly elevating. Yeah. And I think that if, if we're looking at the podcast from the lens of trying to connect people who may not have the same backgrounds or same experiences based on their race, then I think that it does make sense because this is something we've discussed offline quite a bit. The focus not being solely racism and experiences of that because you can still gain a lot of empathy and understanding of, of somebody's experience and also realize all, so many more similarities and differences by just hearing a story about how they how someone grew up or how they got to where they are in their career or mm -hmm. different likes dislikes yada yada so i cuz i think i was concerned initially about the podcast drifting from that focus a little bit not that that was the main focus from the beginning but um, that was the inspiration in a way of the podcast of, of, of trying to connect people's experiences. And so, but I think it, it's, it can be even more impactful to, to hear other stories and, and those stories that come up that involve discrimination or racism, they still come up, just not in a, in a direct way necessarily. Well, I think that I would disagree with that last part. I think that it it does come up directly because we are speaking with people of color. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. but at the same time with that, not everything involves, well, I was going to say not everything involves race, but I get, I think the right thing to say and a better way to say it is not, every, not everything is a race issue. Yeah. You know. And there's more to discuss and more to hear from people's lives than just those stories, which, yes, which was the purpose of the podcast in yeah. the first place too. It wasn't just to talk about that, but yeah. I think that concern was, do we, do we ask a pointed question about it or do we just let, allow it to come up when it come up, mm -hmm. comes up in conversation? And I think that the, the second season has done that. Absolutely. And it, it might have added to the more well-roundedness, I think, just hearing people's more, more, a more full story from people. Yeah. And I think that the stories from, from this season, season two, these are stories that everyone should listen to. You know, it's, it's, there is no s specifics. This is not geared towards anybody. It's like mm. you, you can, it doesn't matter who you are. <laughs> you listen to the story and you're able to place yourself in these stories. And sometimes some of the stories, there were some hard parts. But listening to what they went through, 
that, I mean, even myself, there was, there was a lot of similarities that, um, happened in my life that I heard that it was like, oh yeah, I vibe with that. I get that. Mm-hmm. I understand that. And I also understand and it made me feel good to be able to hear their story of how they were able to learn from that and create something better. Just like I was able to, to learn from the stories of my life to create something better, you know, and that's everybody. That's everybody. Everybody has that opportunity and everybody has that opportunity to tell their story too. But like I said, the last time we talked for season one, not everybody wants to. Sometimes it's hard, you know? Yeah. But I think the biggest thing is that our stories can be for everyone. Just like in season two, the people speaking, the guests speaking story, their stories are for everyone. Our stories that we have can be for everyone. And sometimes it is important for us to talk about our stories, even though we can say, nobody wants to hear my story. My story doesn't matter. Or maybe they're frightened of saying their story for whatever reason. I think that even that is more important, not just to get your story out there to the world, but when you tell your story, you're also releasing, even though you have to think about it and you have to go through that again because you're speaking about it. You're also, in the end, you're releasing it, which can help you. Mm-hmm but it can also help others who are going through those same struggles. So I think that season two, as you said, it was more well-rounded. The stories that we heard from the guests were intricate stories that they had meaning. That's what I'm trying to say. They had meaning. You know, when you got done with the story, it's like, oh, that was really good. I look forward to the next one because it gave you things to think about. And that is a great podcast, (laughs) you know? So, And kind of along those lines, we changed up the questions in season two. We changed up how we do the questions kind Mm -hmm. of midway through. I had just the one influence question at the beginning. And then later on, we started to send guests a list of questions to choose two from. And mm-hmm. so as, as you listen through season two, you'll hear different questions towards the end of the, inter- of the conversations and the interviews. So what are your thoughts on how that went and how that's going and how we should continue? Mm. I think that doing it in that format ended it on a high note. It gave them an opportunity to think about, you know, something that was important to them that they wanted to talk about. And to be able to express that and save it towards the end. As far as changes or what we would add on to it, I don't really have an answer for that. Because I know that just like from season one to season two, as time goes on and things change, those answers are going to come. They're going to come up and they're going to answer themselves. As far as ideas and things, I mean... I still, just me personally, I still like the idea of knowing the intricacies of how, if things had happened to them race-wise, even though I just got done saying all this stuff, how race doesn't matter, sometimes those stories or even moments change lives. 
Now, I don't think that the focus should be on that as much as it was in the first season, but even asking that question in a way of, was there a moment that something had happened that helped propel you to where you're at or made you think differently or something to that Mm -hmm. effect, you know? Um, Not in the sense of bringing it to the forefront, but sometimes being able to ask that question because that's that's very difficult and that's very hard, but it still has such a profound impact on all of us. Um, and we don't want to talk about it. We want to bypass it or, you know, because it's easy. Now, it's always up to anybody to speak about that. But for myself, I don't think that it's really about the race and or about what happened or the race. And I, maybe this is the behavioral therapist in me. It's, I think that being able to, to talk about that helps people be able to either express that pain or they've gone through that pain. And they've, they said that they will say, this is what it did for me. And so, yes, I'm able to talk about it now because that was a very difficult time and it was difficult because of this, but look where I'm at. You know, look what it has helped me do. That doesn't mean that, oh, yeah, my whole life changed. You know, I changed my whole life because of it. It just means that in that moment, something shifted. So I remember just really quick. What I mean by that is I remember there's been many different times, but uh, throughout my life that I've had those moments and they have shifted. But I remember going to high, one high school when I was living with my dad and being very quiet and, and didn't really talk too much. And then I went to another high school because I was moving out back out with my mom and it was mainly a a white area and how I had been back and forth twice. But then the the second time that I actually went to that high school and I knew because I had already been there that there was only a handful of people of color and I was in that, I was the thumb, Hmm. you know, that I... And this is at that time I was young. So, you know, is my, my mission was to, <laughs> um, was to show people of color what it means to be a person of color in a white area. That was very judgmental of me. Right. But in that moment, I dealt with things differently. And I dealt with people differently. I dealt with my teachers differently. My teachers were very, I would say, racist. And there's a lot of classism. And I had to deal with that. And I wasn't just quiet. I was methodical. I was thoughtful. I dealt with it head on. And I asked questions. And I asked why. And that helped shape me going through all of that. Helped shape me during that time into who I am today. To where I can look at these scenarios and going through it, look at these scenarios. And I, you know, I'm more than open or willing to, to tell my story with no qualms. I'm not hiding it away of, oh, yes, this happened to me. And now, you know, I just have a dislike for all white people. You know what I mean? That's, that's unrealistic <laughs> for me. Anyway, that's my choice. We all make choices. But for me, that's unrealistic and that is not going to help us create change. 
within ourselves and within the world that we operate in because each of us operate in different worlds. So, you know, I had to make my choices. That is that story that I just said is what I mean by being able to express and tell the story that, that being able to take something that was ridiculous and uh, even as a teenager, ridiculous, and to be able to shape it into something that helped me grow. And now I've been able to take what I've gone through and in my own way, I help others grow. Not in the same way. It'll never be in the same way. But I'm I'm there for others. And so that's a powerful and important thing. Mm-hmm. And not just for me. I'm talking about anybody who's listening, who's dealing or going through the same type of stuff. That's powerful for you too, you know. Yeah, I think that sharing stories has an impact on both ends, mm-hmm. the, the listener and the storyteller. And however many stories that we can share and listen to that people people want to use the platform for mm-hmm. is what we want to do yeah and continue to try to do it in a way that's open and inclusive and respectful and yeah all of those things yeah so as far as questions and, and moving forward with the questions and how we've been doing it i think i like how we've gotten to where we've gotten to in the second season of having a list and people kind of have guests kind of have a choice of mm-hmm. These are the questions that I, I would like to prepare to answer or that I'm comfortable answering. And, and it's a mix of questions. It's a, a list of probably eight questions. So, and that list might change and grow in the third season, um, as we get feedback from listeners and guests and other people. So yeah. it, it'll continually change. And I think that's, that's interesting too, though it, it's been fun to hear people's influences. And that was the main question for at the beginning of the season. Anyway, mm-hmm. that was a, that was a fun yeah. one to hear. So yeah, no, that's really good. Cause influences come from everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, this season, yeah. there's all kinds of influences. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of them ended up being similar. I mm-hmm. think uh, Mr. Rogers came up a couple of times. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Not I surprising. Mean, <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you, ha- off the top of your head, do you have any suggestions or thoughts as we continue forward into the third season for format changes, direction changes, anything else that you can think of? Uh, you know, off the top of my head, no, because once again, I think that I think that it is it, it's going to come, it's going to change, it's naturally going to change as it has been, as yeah. as it has been. It's just going to get better. I think that the more people that are on the podcast and are having these conversations, these conversations, there's going to be those moments where it's oh, well, maybe I should ask about this. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and then that or that would be really good. They bring up something that it's like, ah, oh, yeah, I should ask people about that because I'm mm-hmm. sure they're not alone, you know, and then you can we can jot that down and, and ask it and it's going to shape itself. It's going to mold yeah. itself. So, no, I, I think just trusting in the process and continuing with with what we have now and then by the end of the third season it's gonna be something completely different Mm -hmm. and there's gonna be touches to it done to it that are just gonna help it bear more fruit yeah so i i think that that's my answer all right 
Well, thanks for doing another little season finale wrap up with me and sharing your thoughts and your story. Absolutely. Thanks yeah. for being Hopefully a- I didn't didn't ramble too much. <laughs> I, <laughs> I can always edit later. <laughs> I will just go. I'll just cut it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, edit it out. Uh, we're no. here with three minutes of Darius Higgins. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for helping You're me welcome. with this whole thing. Absolutely. All the time and yeah. all the stuff. So... <laughs> All right. Well, we will be starting up the third season in a few weeks in the middle of September and uh, always looking for more guests. And you can always be anonymous if you want to just get things off your chest and not have anybody know who you are. I could I could even do some editing to your voice. Yeah. I mean, it's a thing. So anybody and everybody that would like to use this platform to share their story, be happy to hear from you. Just go to takenoticepodcast.org. Or shoot me an email, takenoticepodcast at gmail.com. And uh, thank you all for joining us, and thank you for listening, and thank you, Darius, for joining me. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you for joining us for Take Notice Amplifying Black Stories. Please subscribe and follow us on social media. We are at Take Notice Podcast. It would really help us out if you could take a couple of minutes to review our podcast. You can do so through your podcast app or by visiting our website. It's takenoticepodcast.org. Thank you for your support. Take Notice Amplifying Black Stories is produced, hosted, and edited by Allison Preisinger Higgins with help from many. Music by Version Big Five featuring Darius Higgins. Thank you for being with us, and thank you for taking notice.